Hot mic. Is it a hot mic? Whoa! Welcome to Spooky Late. Hey, you know. Wait, why are you looking at this screen? Look at that. I'm just. I'm, no, I'm not looking at the screen. I'm She's trying to press She's looking at herself. She's button. a little conceited. You know. Oh, don't work. you gonna do smoke again? It doesn't work. It doesn't work. Thank fucking oh god. Oh my god, is it out of liquid? Thank God. Okay, so we got a smoke machine over here that's just going off and being super annoying, what? and I, I hate it because I feel like I'm I'm getting asthma just breathing Damn. that thing in. It really is done. <laughs> but welcome to oh, Super no, Late at three six eight. I'm your host Gabe Olivero, and with me, of course, is my awesome co-host that also just fucking caused smoke to come back yes! out. It is I'm the the, villain. the <laughs> Nars verified villain. <laughs> What's up, Nars? How you doing? I'm loving the smoke. You loving the smoke? I'm loving how though it's a great time you know it's spooky we spoke scary. a little bit earlier i don't understand the the spooky obsession you know what it is it's the only opportunity where you can scare the shit out of somebody or get scared shitless and it's okay you really get scared during halloween yeah that's crazy because like it's so predictable is it i mean is it though yeah yeah it's spooky month which means that you know you're expecting this but it's also a great opportunity to, like, if you ever wanted to, I don't know, play a spooky game or dress up as a spooky character, you mm -hmm. can. And no one will judge you. Who's your spooky fit for this, this October? Ooh. So I, <laughs> so my chat, so, so I, I, got, I made my girl, yay, woo. And my chat was like, yo, you should totally cosplay somebody. And I was like, I'm going to cosplay Velma from Scooby-Doo. <laughs> And so, is this sexy Velma or is this normal Velma? It, no, it's sexy Velma. It sucks. Oh, come on. It's your girl Nars we're talking about. So I'm playing Velma and I'm playing that new Phasmophobia, which is a paranormal investigator game. You got to go into a house, whatever. So it makes sense that I would cosplay Velma while I'm playing a game, playing as a paranormal investigator. Even though the gang never actually was investigating paranormal. It was mostly like, you know, your people, uncle. People in costumes. Yeah, people in costumes who were being assholes trying to like, you know, jip somebody else. But Rude yeah. the world. Yeah. The, for the sake of that. All right. Well, I guess Sexy Velma's on, on the deck. It is on deck. I can't Sorry. wait to see this on stream. I was just going to look. But uh, what this we got Saturday. going on this week this in past Saturday. news? Well, the, I mean. Oh, you had the news. Open. I think you're looking at your Twitter the whole time. I, so I, obsessed. I, I, so obsessed. I am not. <laughs> now she reaches for the laptop. <laughs> Expose. Who we got in the chat right, right now? Right, oh, let's right. get out, Taco. So, so, I don't know if you guys. Oh, wait. Know. Also. What? We have Cressa Star on later tonight. Hell yeah. I forgot to mention that for a second. I'm a little oh rusty. Oh, my God. She's probably in chat like th these mofos. <laughs> Not professional at all. Not professional at all. Yes. But the ever amazing, fabulous, did you stone those tights, Crest the Star wrestling and video game expert who was on Venn yesterday. Yeah. She was talking with Aaron Ashley Simon about a um, lot of things that are happening with the WWE franchise. W I don't know if it's WWE or F, whatever. But uh, Vince McMahon is on something because the way he's treating some of his wrestlers is absolutely batshit crazy. But we'll talk about that more later tonight when we have her on the show. When it comes to news, are you ready for this? I'm always ready. You ready? Here. Run, all right. Run. So let me ask you something. How much would you spend on a rare Pokemon card? <sighs> like, what's the max amount? Max amount. Is this? Does, do I have money to blow? You have. You have money to blow. Okay. Okay. Because. But I'm, like, you don't have like a million dollars to blow. Okay. So. Like you're making one. I would never buy a Pokemon card for that's a thousand plus dollars. But for the sake of this conversation, the most I would pay would probably be maybe a grand. A grand. A grand. That's about it. All right. It. Well, check this. Logic bought a Pokemon card for two hundred and twenty thousand dollars. It is a PSA Type Ten Charizard card. It's the highest rated offered 
for any collectible trading card, and he spent 220 Gs on that. I'm in the wrong fucking profession. <laughs> like, how can you just say, I'm going to drop almost a quarter, barely, is pretty much a quarter of a million dollars, on a fucking Pokemon card? Like, what? That's, that's your kid's... Like nest egg or something like that on this card. Granted, maybe the card will increase in value. Maybe the card will be worth a million dollars in about 20 years or something like that. Who knows? Maybe the artist dies, God forbid, and then you know the value just shoots up even more. But dude, it's like Logan Paul bought a freaking box of cards for $220,000, I believe. Today also, uh, it was found that the original Blue Eyes White Dragon for the Seto Kaiba yeah. starter deck sold for 10 10 grand, mm -hmm. almost 11 was 10, 10, 10, uh, 10, 10, 10, 10 grand, 600 dollars, 10,600 dollars, um, which is just, it blows my mind how we're in this, this current time frame. Mm -hmm. And for some reason, there's still ways for people to be like, I'm going to blow my money, even though there's a possibility the U.S. economy is going to just flip out of nowhere in like a month or so. But you know what's, what's so freaking like flabbergasting about this whole thing is all those people who have thrown away all those oh, Pokemon yeah. cards, yeah, we talk about having week. not known that, hey, if you would have just hang, hung on to them, you could have gotten, you could have, you could have put down a, de like a deposit for yeah, a house now. Yeah, that's like property that's business that's business expenses a whole bunch of stuff i mean like i think the move now would then be to buy the boxes today yep. and save them for another save 20 them. years because it's only been like 20 years yeah. so you know maybe the other box would be worth that much if that swear to god turn that smoke machine off i don't even know how to so anyways moving on <laughs> so if you have some cards and pokemon cards is your parents hoarding it go find them ask them try to get it because there are people that got money to buy it uh, but moving on, uh, apparently 100 Thieves is exiting CSGO, which is yeah. pretty surprising. I mean, obviously Nate Shot, who's the CEO and founder of 100 Thieves, he came from the Call of Duty Pro scene. And But the funny thing is is that they got into CSGO literally in 2018. It just so started. It's only been two years and now they're exiting. What are your thoughts about that? Uh, whew, so, I mean, uh, if you watch the video about Nate Shot talking about this, he said that specifically that the the fact that they're in quarantine and COVID, they couldn't do what they want to do with their team. So it didn't feel right to them to have a team, like they couldn't do content around them, couldn't even the right push, because all of them are in Europe. CSGO scene is really big in Europe, and all the events for CSGO are coming up for like the next year and remainder of this year, whatever, they're happening in Europe. And with the traveling thing, it's just like, it didn't make sense to them, I guess, financially to like be invested in this thing. But also, I mean, a lot of people got really negative about it and were like, oh, you, I mean, you guys don't want to win championships. You're not a content creator house, which I kind of side with them on that point. Like definitely the focus of 100 Thieves now is their content creators versus their teams, like the League of Legends teams and stuff like that. But I don't know, man. I always think that running an esports team is, it's unless you're G2, TSM, and maybe phase you don't really make any money it's like really really expensive and no one talks about the money you want for these tournaments like the for example the nba the finals like there was a 30 million dollar cash prize right you think oh my god the team lakers won 30 million dollars that's chump change what they yeah. care about is the fucking jersey sales from lebron yeah. which is all directly tied to his brand mm -hmm. so it's like you know the actual winning thing is not a thing anymore but uh what do you think about it nars you know, to be quite honest, like, I agree with you. Like, e even though, like, esports is, like, hot right now, like, I don't know if we have it here, but Dota, apparently, oh, yeah, their price yeah. pulls $40 million. I don't know where Dota gets the money. <laughs> well, apparently, they, they do it from the compendium. So the compendium is, like, their battle pass. And for anyone who purchases the battle pass, they get, like, skins and stuff like that yeah. in the game. But a, pro a good chunk of that money goes straight towards the prize pool. And it's great because you win you win Dota Worlds, like, you're an automatic millionaire. Like, yeah. you come out with a chunk that's, like, nice. one point. This is worth all the struggle. Ooh, yeah, I know. <laughs> you play Dota? 
Uh, I tried once <laughs> and quickly ran a League of Legends. League of Legends like, brain was like, Yo. yeah, this is too much work. Yeah, this is a little too much. But I respect, I, I watch it. I respect people who play Dota. And I think it's amazing that the, that the infrastructure, the community can support that. But yeah, I mean, like with esports, I feel like the evolution of esports goes from being competitive to starting creating content for that fashion lifestyle. Like that's why I call myself a glam gamer because I'm in the niche in like the lifestyle gaming. Aaron actually Simon is another example. And that's what's just eventually going to happen. Esports is going to become, esports is becoming so mainstream that now there are avenues in between esports and gaming that now these communities, these organizations can literally thrive on. Like Nate Shot was just literally doing a video of him cooking. Yeah. And he's trying, <laughs> he's trying to make grilled cheese or something like that. She came out burnt. Yo. <laughs> also today, uh, no, yesterday, uh, the him, Brooke, Courage, and mm -hmm. I think Symphony, they're playing Uno. And the big viral clip was Nate Shot put a six on a nine and acted mad quiet. And then the chat caught him. And then he was like, why the fuck? And it's like people are yeah. ingesting that content. I think that the majority of viewers who watch these things, they don't really care about the competitive side as much anymore. And it's just more so about the personalities, which are what these brands are focusing on. Like 100 Thieves does it the best out of all the brands. I'd rather, if I was picking an org, people say face can a lot. When I think face kind of has like some of the worst PR. <laughs> like when I think of face can, I think of, yeah, bro, da da da, da phase up. Like, I, there's, yeah. there's no prestige to phase. It's just like, you're a phase guy. It's like I mean, people wear Supreme sometimes. That's the thing. They're the fucking hangover boys. Yo, did you ever hear about how, I, I don't know, I forgot the guy's name. He's like B or Blinks or whatever. The owner of FaZe Clan, how they trashed a Vegas hotel room and then they got banned for it. I was like, yo, I want to see pictures of the hotel room. They know how to party. FaZe Clan so, yeah, is the Dan Bilzerian of fucking eSport orgs. That's, that, that's what they Faze do. FaZe up. What else we got going on? All right. So apparently Australians are saying that the NBA scam, NBA 2K scam cheated <coughs> them out of at least three hundred thousand uh, dollars. Probably, apparently, a prominent figure, a step back rack, stole hundreds of thousands of dollars step from the Australian and New Zealand New Zealand community in what appears to be an investment scam. It's alleged another gamer, uh, Ranigay, who was also involved in the scam. Um, the YouTuber streamer Tyson was the first to bring that to light, but it, it, it um, a lot of, obviously a lot of young gamers are not too happy about it. What about your yeah. thoughts about that? Uh, I'm gonna be honest with you, I didn't read this one, <laughs> so okay. I don't have thoughts on it from a educated perspective. But okay. hearing about this, how the fuck did you guys get scammed out of that much money? Like this is a cumulative sum, right? Three hundred thousand dollars. Nars? Yeah, 300,000. And it was like each one of these, what, what was what was the method of so scamming? So Ty Sinon was saying that he was operating a huge Ill illegal pyramid scheme that pyramid was schemes? taking place using the NBA 2K community. And he was able to, to uh, prey on young vulnerable victims believing they could flip their money in NBA 2K. So <laughs> <laughs> he, he amwayed them, bro. He did the fucking, the, the what? How yeah. does that happen? Like, where are the parents? Where's the education? You don't give people money online. This is just like a very obvious. If someone asks for money, you don't give it to them. Like, huh? I don't know. It's, it's interesting, I guess. 
I mean, but to be fair, I feel like the fragility of esports. This is just one aspect of the fragility of yeah. esports. When we were like hearing about contract rights with like certain players, hearing about like obviously investigation for tournaments that are happening and stuff like that. Because in, in you know, sorry to say this, but esports started very grassroots. One hundred percent. So like, there's still some scum left in that <laughs> that need to be cleaned. Um, not to say that like everybody's a scum, but there are people who don't who you know take advantage of people who are looking to be esports of pro course. players. Yes. And unfortunately, the NBA scene, particularly the community, doesn't have a lot of support from EA. Yeah. Especially when it comes to like the tournament in esports. Wait, scene. NBA is not NBA 2K is not EA game. It's not. It's not. It's Origin. Oh my God. Well, whoever's behind. Origin it. is EA. What are you talking about? Oh God. NBA 2K is 2K games. 2K. Is okay. Well, whatever. Whoever. <laughs> exposed. I am exposed. But honestly, like, this is just, a, I mean, uh, it's just really sad, but th this is not the first time I've heard about something happening in the NBA 2K community. Yeah. Uh, I mean, I haven't followed it too closely, but I do agree with you, like, with the whole grassroots approach. Like, it's very, especially when you're mixing these communities, like, these communities are really young, uh, learning how to socialize online. They probably never got scammed dating life off the street. I've been scammed by, uh, of, uh, un unfortunately, I've been scammed once in my life. Someone got $60 out of me telling me a really sweet story that wasn't a sweet story in the end. So, you know, they don't got, they don't got that filter built up. But it's just unfortunate because, you know, like the media's going to be like, oh, well, this is why gaming is bad. These kids are mixing with these villains. And da -da 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 -da. Please don't. Please don't. I'm tired of it. I don't want you to take another story and spend it to paint our community in a negative light. This just shit happens everywhere. I'm pretty sure there's somebody scamming somebody. Right now, it's people scamming people with clothes. Like, if you go down a Canal Street right now, there's nothing but illegal Louis V bags. I mean, you ain't <laughs> wrong with that. You ain't it's wrong. like, dude, scamming all over the world. But what else we got going on, Nars? So, uh, I don't know if you know, but they just released that the PlayStation 5 is going to be backwards compatible. They've confirmed a bunch of games that will be supported for the PlayStation 5. What are your thoughts? I know you're, like, a little bit on the fence about the PlayStation 5. Uh, I mean, I'm still not going to be getting it. I know there's people who are who are day one console fanatics. I've learned my lesson over the years. There's not going to be much available in the beginning. And the backwards compatibility, of course, is to give you more options. Oh, I can play my PS4 games and maybe my PS3 games. Probably not. But I can play these games. Uh, yeah, it's just there's not a lot going on with these consoles. I think it's all real, real, real hype. And none of it, none of it just makes sense to me to warrant the price point, to make me want to buy them. And you're not going to get me with some bullshit backwards compatibility. Mm -hmm. It's just not. It's just like... Save your money. Like, seriously, save your money. Buy stock in Sony. Don't buy the PlayStation. So, they, so, Sony, but Sony confirmed that 99% of the games, like all 4,000 games that were available for the PlayStation 4, will be playable on the PlayStation 5. Really? Yeah. And what games are those? Uh, there's a whole list of them. Just like, give, me like, give me, like, the top. Afro Samurai 2, Ghost of Tsushima, Hitman Go. I mean, those are games we've already played. <laughs> I mean, that's why it's backwards. I know what I'm saying, but like, <laughs> like, like, it's like they have to do this because there's nothing to play when it comes out. What you got? Not yet. Not yet. Uh, not yet. We're, we're buying into the future possibilities of what could come out on this console. I mean, we know Final Fantasy is coming out. Yeah, we know when? that the new God of War is coming out. When's Final Fantasy coming out? 2021. Oh, so I got to wait till 2021 Listen, to get the next part to a game yes. I've already played when I was like yeah. seven years old. You know what? Yeah. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> You guys get God all the time. I, I've got, I've got but all that. But you know what? I'm a sucker. <laughs> I, I can see it in your eyes. I can see it in your eyes. 
But what else we got? All right. So 5G alone will not probably save the Apple phone, but oh. there has been a lot oh. of talks and rumors about the Apple devices that are coming out. Obviously, there's four different Apple devices, yeah. Apple phones that are coming out. And in addition, there is like an there's an Apple Home mini speaker that yeah. are coming out. What are your thoughts so, on the four different Apple products that are going to be released? Yeah. So the, the rumors are done. We just had the press conference this past uh, 13th. And I watched it. It was an Apple. Pre First of all, it was a dope press conference. Like, I swear to God, these people at Apple, they just know what they're doing. Whoever's doing your graphic design or I guess it would be called motion graphics, something like that. Pay them more because they're doing something that's really great. Um, I posed the question. I was like, should you get the new iPhone? If you have an iPhone 11, 11 Pro or an iPhone XR or XS, whatever it is, don't get the new iPhone. You don't need it. It's, a mar it's, not, it's not a marginal upgrade, but it's not enough of an upgrade to warrant a $1,100 price point or a $700 price point if you have one of those devices. Uh, I think that the biggest upgrades to them were with the video features that everybody's like, oh my God, Dolby Vision, I can shoot a movie on this. This is gonna be beautiful. That, if you're a big film head and you do, and you, maybe you produce content on your phone, probably get the iPhone. I think the cool thing of it was the iPhone mini, which brought back the really small mm -hmm. iPhone designs, which people really loved. Like phones just kept getting bigger and I mean, I never asked for a really big phone, but I got a really big phone, so I have to, I have to deal with that, uh, which is going to be great because, you know, for a long time, the Apple phones are really unaccessible for a while now, and the Apple, uh, the iPhone mini is, like, supposed to be, like, their accessible phone. Like, oh, I think it's, like, $500, $600 it's retailing at, so that's going to be pretty good. The Apple HomePod, we did it before with the original one. My biggest complaint with it was, why isn't this Bluetooth when Bluetooth speakers are, like, the biggest thing for speakers? Not everyone wants Bluetooth speakers. Like, oh, mm -hmm. like, I don't want this shit. Plus, I don't need another Alexa in my house. Like, yeah. give me a Bluetooth speaker. Like, cause that thing sounds amazing. It can literally fill up a room with very clean, loud audio. So let me take you with me yeah, wherever yeah, I go. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So you know, it's interesting though, the, the speakers themselves, they act like Alexa, yeah. but it, it isn't until that you like add Siri that they're going to allow you to like talk to the speaker. Yeah. Cause apparently it's only like local, but then if you activate Siri, then it starts taking your voice data and sending it to the server. So I don't know how people feel about having like their voice compromised or yeah like, i mean uh, most people i think at this point or uh somebody most people have some sort of voice assistant in their house yeah like i know a lot of people who have like alexas i have an alexa and all that i think at that point like i'm not worried about what the fbi is hearing me talk about in my house <laughs> like uh, what are you gonna get me for <laughs> it's just like I, I'm not, I understand privacy issues i just know I, i'm not saying something that could incriminate me so <laughs> in, the, in the confines of my own home but um but yeah i don't know i, I think that the products were not exciting and that of course as always the big thing is going to come next year what do you think about the fact that they're not going to be adding earbuds or chargers to that the shit is okay i love how I mean, they like, framed it we're going environmental friendly all right let me get this straight well they're first of all they used actual data they were like oh we have like two billion or whatever charges in the wild and headphones in the wild like they're out there you probably have them in your house so you don't need a new one so we need to cut down on metric tons of waste, right? That would happen from production. But so why don't you offer me, cause when, let's say if I lose, let's say if I don't have it, you should offer at the store, you can come get a free charger and free headphones if you've lost your stuff, complimentary mm -hmm. with your phone, right? Cause you should have them at the store. You gotta have a bunch of them. I've seen people walk around them all the time. So I think that they're gonna sell the things now also separately. So it's gonna be like, yeah, we're gonna rank up our accessory sales even more cause people are gonna need them. Cause people lose shit all the time. Yeah. My mom has stolen three of my charges <laughs> and she's lost three of them. So I know. I mean, I, I think it's a stupid idea. Yes. Like what happens if the phone comes uncharged? Like I got to wait to charge <laughs> it. <You laughs> what the fuck? 
like the hell so i have to have, and then like what happens if i get the phone it is it comes dead and yeah. i have to go out and then buy a charger like worst christmas ever if i get a fucking phone <laughs> iphone 12 and i can't use it so i think the charger kind of makes sense because they they switched it from uh lightning bolt to USB-C lightning bolt and now that most people either have a samsung device or something that is a USB-C dongle mm -hmm. you can just plug up your iphone to that dongle and charge it so in theory you don't need like the Apple white brick that everybody like it comes with your phone just because of like how we've moved in terms of our accessories. Mm -hmm. Cause like you probably got headphones that maybe USB-C charge and they have a charger. So it's like, it's a weird thing, but pff, Apple will do anything to make money. And that's why they're worth a trillion dollars. Yeah. Well, fuck Apple. Anyways, <laughs> Whoa, moving that was on. Aggressive. Nate shot is streaming for 24 hours. Psycho. Yeah. Psycho. So let me ask you something. Would you ever stream for no. 24 hours for charity? For charity. What's the charity? I don't know, St. Jude or like something for kids. I, I, I can only, and you know, you'll look at me, I can only do it for a couple hours. I, I would hate myself after like. What's the max amount of hours you would stream for? Four hours, that's four? it. Four? Can't do it, dude. It's just like I sit. Four. Yeah, I'm, that's why I'm not a streamer. That's I'm not, me starting up. I'm not built for it. I'm not built Damn. for it because like I'll sit down and I want to move and I want to get up and do things and I want to step away from my computer and go do it. I don't want to sit there and like talk to a screen and play video games for like four hours or whatever I'm doing. It could be anything. My stream could be anything. Um, it just doesn't excite me for like more than three hours, All four right. hours. So note to the producer, Zuni, that if Gabe ever has to do a 24-hour stream, he, you, he can't. You will not see me. And we will probably have to put it on rotation with our We're 100% going to have like a bench. It's going to be like Gabe comes in for four hours, Narc comes in for four hours, Holly comes in for four hours. Cause there's Zungaro. there's no way I Zungaro comes before I I can't do it I'm sorry I'm sorry you first of all you're gonna want me to have fun doing the charity stream if I'm not having yeah, fun that's true. come on come on that's true. how would you do 24 hour stream hell no you, that shit's gonna kill you <laughs> that's taking like five years I, from your life listen listen you see this face come on Zuni zoom up you see this face zoom up. this face gets 10 hours of sleep that's right you need that you need for it. the glow mm -hmm. now you're compromising the glow there you go angles angles, angles, angles. Vogue where's the Vogue. <laughs> <laughs> Speaking of charity, Markiplier was just nominated. Yes. Uh, he was uh, for a philanthropist. So Markiplier is well known for doing a lot of philanthropic work. Yeah. Uh, but he was awarded the Oliver R. Grace Award for Distinguished Service in Advancing Cancer Research in uh, in honor of him. He's been doing stuff like this. It was really funny. Upon receiving the reward, he was like, "Why am I getting this?" <laughs> Markiplier, it's funny. You know, out of all the interviews I've seen done. The thing I'm jealous of you most of was when you got to interview Markiplier on Cheddar, which was dope as fuck. I was so Yo, tight. Yo, I was, I was really, so I was trying so hard not to fangirl. If you have never, if you have not seen it, I'm, I, it's, it's an amazing. He was so tired though. I felt yeah. so bad because he was doing the, uh, the heist. So Markiplier yeah. came out with this whole like heist series, um, series where like you watch different videos and then you kind of like. Dig yeah, yeah, he, he does that. Yeah. And he, he had not slept for like weeks, and he was just like literally in that chair like a zombie. And I was like, you are considered the king of Finite at Freddy. He was like, yeah, 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 <laughs> yeah. Like, let's, let's, yeah. I mean, I loved Markiplier when he first came out with because uh, this may have been. I think Heist was the second time he did this around. He did another one. I think it was a date with Markiplier, which yeah. is the first time he did this. And I was super impressed by what he. I was like, wow, this dude really just up the game. So I, I, you know, I'm gonna, I'm gonna get a little bit like fan. Go ahead, here, dude, fan. Markiplier inspired me to be a content creator. Really? Yes. What was the video that got you? you uh, so I've been watching Markiplier since like way, way, way before when he was like a nobody, and I think mm. he was like doing like amnesia stuff because he was trying to follow like PewDiePie and stuff.
stuff like that. Mm -hmm. And then PewDiePie kind of like, you know, brought him into some of his videos and stuff like that. But he was just genuinely like this funny guy that gets scared and stuff like that. But he always stays pretty humble about yeah. some of the stuff. And like, you know, a lot of like effed up stuff happened in his life, but he's always looking to the positive of things. He's always like giving back to the community. And like, I feel like whenever I watch his content, I always smile. Yeah, he definitely, when you when you watch him talk, speak, and like you feel a very genuine, warm vibe from Mark yeah. that you don't feel from a lot of people who, because I mean, a lot of people get into consecration for different things. And not that they're wrong. Some people want to do it because yeah. they want to be famous. That's not wrong. If you want that, it's totally fine. You're not hurting anybody. It's, yeah. it's great. But uh, like he definitely like, Really great fucking guy. And you do deserve it, Mark, because you yeah. fucking put a lot of work in. Very Next, creative. I'm going to, while she's doing that, I'm turning off this fucking smoke machine, bro. Oh, my gosh. I, okay. I feel like it's coming in the audio. All right, all right, all right, all right, all right, all right. What's the next topic? All right, guys. So, League of Legends, their latest champion that's coming out, Seraphine, Ooh. is probably the most, in I was talking about this, obviously, on social. If you were watching 368 Social, I talked a little bit about this. The most invested character to date. I love it. Lore, story, concept, everything. A lot of her um, her work, her abilities and stuff like that have been released. We get to see some of the skins that will come out upon launch. But why is this so important? Well, the investment, she has an identity outside the game. It's like, crazy. it's crazy. She has her old Instagram, bro. It's like, and it's, it's hot. It's so, her Instagram is so fresh. Have you seen it? Yeah, but I was watching, I was looking through it today when I, because as, as I was editing your video, I was like, <laughs> So let me go look at her Instagram and because I thought I thought I thought it was like in like in lore she has an Instagram. No, it's an actual fucking Instagram. No, she it's has an actual fucking Instagram. Dude, I looked through that thing. I'm like, I'm like, yo, life is about to get strange real yo. soon. And so I was waiting to talk about this until we were here, but recently Seraphine, obviously she has a Twitter and an Instagram account. She tweeted out, which was kind of really weird. She was like, guys, I need help. Like sometimes I feel like I can't believe in myself. So I need your kind words so I can believe in myself. <sighs> it's creepy. And some people were a little bit kind of perturbed about that because some people were saying you're using mental illness as a marketing tool. Because yeah. obviously like this character yeah. is not a real character. It's not at all. Is literally, you know, a make pretend person that you're trying to have a humanistic approach to it. But then when you use mental health as a marketing tool where where's that's kind of unethical some people were saying that's kind of like immoral because you're trying to prey upon people's you know sentiments and trying to evoke 100%. Kind of like you're evoking emotion response. yeah it's what are and, your thoughts? and i mean i'm 100 percent agreeing with you i think that that type of i didn't know about that till you told me but just hearing about it like sure you're tr like it's all part of the the theatrics right like you're making this thing a living breathing thing which is what you want this is what definitely what they want but there's like you said, there's certain things you shouldn't like use that character for because they're not a real person. And some people can be easily swayed or affected by things. And like maybe that triggers somebody in a very negative way. And it's like not even a real fucking person doing it, which is like just looking at that thing, mm -hmm. like to take it to a different note. Look, I, I sat there and I was like, what Riot's about to do with all their, ca yo, Garen with an Instagram. Darren, they're Draven with an Instagram. You're talking about the man who flexes? I thought they should make one for all their characters because I'm sitting there, I'm like, this is fucking genius. Yeah. It's like, whoever thought of this idea that we're going to make a character and it's like, even Hatsune Miku's never been, like, Hatsune yeah. Miku's never been taken to this level. No. Like, you know, the fans created the mm. thing around them. They're creating a living, breathing lore that we're like, kind of like a part of. And it's, 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 I think it's weird. Do you think it's weird? You know, it's so funny because, like, I, I think it's I think it's weird. I think it's weird that they use like sentiments and stuff like that to get people's approach. But I think it's absolutely fascinating that they're creating this. They're bringing life to this character. Yeah. And I wouldn't be surprised when I called it out. Like I feel like she's gonna become a VTuber. Oh, 100%. When you when you said in the video, I was like, 
Yeah, they're gonna they're gonna milk this for as yeah, much money as possible. For, and obviously, like she's gonna come out for Worlds. You know, she's working with KDA the group, so we know that she's going to appear. For they're Worlds. gonna. I, I can already see like the voice actor actress doing uh doing um hosting. Yeah. The the Worlds like talking in the VTuber in, thing. In VTuber, yeah. And then like you also said she had a YouTube channel. I was trying yeah. to find that. Uh, was it an actual YouTube channel? Or just in no, her it's lore? A, well, it's a YouTube channel, but uh, you, I'll link it to you. They're gonna, they're gonna, <laughs> they're gonna milk it. They're gonna make so much money, dude. It's crazy. Who billions, millions of dollars we made off this character? And you know, if they're smart, they'll do it for the entire KDA group too. They have to at this point, yeah. Because there's lore that now ties into all of the other characters and a comic strip, like a comic book now. There's like a manhwa about it as well. It's crazy. It's absolutely crazy. You can go down the rabbit hole when it comes to to, to riot fanfic. But what else we got? So we got some numbers from Streamlabs, Stream Hatchet, and she has a SoundCloud. She has a sound. Yeah, she has a SoundCloud too. Yep, 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 yep. But yeah, Streamlabs uh, streaming industry report came out. It talks about uh, total watch hours across Facebook, YouTube, and Twitch. Give me Obviously, that fat ass number. Uh, <laughs> so Twitch, first of all, Facebook finally made one million view, uh, total hours watched. So nice. congratulations to Facebook. Good work. Good work. You, you You're made growing. it. You made it. Woo. But uh, compared to Twitch's like 4.7 million hours watched, it's whatever. Uh, Twitch obviously has 205 million total hours streamed, where Facebook has only seven. How much so, YouTube have? Sorry. YouTube. So YouTube Live had 12.5 million hours uh, streamed and only 1.6 million watched. Okay. So there's and more streaming being done on YouTube than it is actually watching. Which and then Twitch. Sad. And then Twitch was what again? What was their metrics? Uh, so Twitch hours watch is 4.7 million. So not so not that far off. Not that no, far. No, not off. that far off. Um, and you know, obviously, most of the top watched the most of the top watched streams are League of Legends based. Yeah. So obviously, Worlds, League of Legends, Riot Games, uh, LCK, which is the uh, Korean circuit, uh, yeah. circuit for that. So, and then, can you guess what the second two besides League of Legends? Among Us. No, for categories like games watched. Oh. Uh, it's League of Legends. League of Legends, I would say, maybe Fortnite. So Fortnite is. Third. Oh shit. You know what second is? Minecraft? Nope. Among Us? Nope. Fall Guys? Nope. You're never gonna get it then. Uh no. Wait, RuneScape? No. <laughs> RuneScape? World yeah. of Warcraft? What? Just chatting. Get oh that's not a fucking I, I'm thinking of game. I'm sitting there thinking yeah. of game. I I, I wanted to say just chatting. It, sorry. Yeah, you? but just chatting. Five hundred and twenty two yeah, that's, that's the biggest category on Twitch. Second biggest right after League of Legends. That's crazy. It's what well, I think it actually I think it may be bigger than League simply because like I've seen two hundred or three hundred thousand viewers in just chatting, whereas like mm -hmm. League sits at around like eighty, ninety a hundred K around there most of the time. It's it's people want to talk to people, mm -hmm. and that's the most engaging part of Twitch is just chatting, and it's just so many. Just chatting blew up in quarantine. Yeah, because people needed like you know they want to get like a little bit of like human interaction. They can mm -hmm. kind of feel that in the Twitch chat and just chatting more so than like watching somebody stream a game. Mm -hmm. And just chatting could be anything, you know. Somebody could literally be painting and they're just chatting, or watching anime and just chatting, mm -hmm. which was a which was a, a common theme. But yet, that's ridiculous, man. Yeah. How many how many hours again? You said four point eight million. Yep, that's that's crazy. Yeah, yeah. You know, I could build a city with that. Yeah. I could build a city. You could be with an empire. Forget about a city. An empire. Get everybody to follow behind you. What would you call your, like, you know how I call my followers Narzians? What would you call your followers? I, I wouldn't. I, you know Come what? I the give, Oliveros? No. Olives? No. I, I don't. I, I, my name does not have 
any type of like fan. So you just want to be like minions? So I'm going to call minions. Just be like, yo, what's up? <laughs> yo. yo, what's up? Yeah, what's good? That's it. I don't think, uh, yeah, I, I, wouldn't, I wouldn't have a name. I'm pers- I personally don't like, your name is perfect. My Narzians, my Narsians. You, there's so many ways you can spin that, yeah. right? The Empire of Nars, Narzanthia, whatever. Like, Narzanthia! Like, like, I already have a pretentious name, Gabe. Gabriel, like, like that's already like a lot of syllables. Um, so, no. What? Olives. I'm not calling them olives. I don't even like fucking olives. What I the? I love olives. Oh, my God. You're one of the weird I ones. I love olives. <laughs> so, that's, so, you're not cut, so, you're a cutout for YouTube. I'm cut out for YouTube because YouTube doesn't do names. Some people do, but they don't do it like common. Like, mm-hmm. not many people. Was Logan Paul is low gangers? Like, that's like. Yo, I don't want to even know. <laughs> I don't even know. I think the names are kind of cringe. I think yours is good. But I think the naming of your audience is kind of cringe. That's just me. Okay. That's well, what I'm going to say. I mean, to each their own. Exactly. So, yeah. We Different strokes for different, different folks. Different strokes for different folks. But that's it for today. That's, that's all the news that I got. Um, everything. Oh, you need to talk about 3CA experience. What? So, because Nars, uh, you know, she knows. I didn't get that memo. <laughs> that was a normal show. So, t- uh, today we released a video, 9 o'clock in the morning, but ass early. It was the 360 Gaming Experience, or 360 Experience with Danny Pena of Gamer Tech Radio. It was focused on the Xbox Series X, and we had one of our first responders in New York City come into the building to be the first person that's not part of the media in any way play the Xbox Series X. We gave him an hour of his time to go through, play whatever games he wanted, the new system, and then he also got to take it home, I believe, at the end of the video. I'm not too sure. Maybe. I think he did. Um... And yeah, so it was like the, one of the first things I've ever done where we've been able to create a in-house custom experience because, you know, no one can really do anything right now in person. We got everybody in, in suits, masks, goggles, and we created, we created this dope experience. Go check it out. It's on our YouTube channel. It's on Twitter. And just see the beautiful piece we made today. But I think that's it. Yeah, that is then officially Zoon, are you happy? Yeah. She's right, happy. we got a producer check. Just Yay. check done. Also, guys, I hope you enjoy our Halloween set. This is actually shout out to Holly Peppermint and Zoo Girl for doing this. Oops, oops, Interior oops. decorators. Interior custom designers. The vomit. This is like. This Givenchy. If you didn't know, we had to like literally crawl under that to get out because they were like, "Don't fuck it up." And I'm just like, "Great, yeah. great." Mind you, this is the only way to the bathroom unless you got to go through the murder route. Yeah, which is like a whole lap loop up to the top. Yeah. It's a lot of work, but. Don't go anywhere. Coming up, we're going to be having Crescent Star come on to talk about her life, wrestling, and also probably the most contentious thing she told me was Naruto is ass. We'll be right back. <laughs> Welcome back to Super Late at 368. I'm going to do an intro here, right? It's going to be a special intro. We got a silver hair fiend, a lyrical jouster, a verbal acrobat, one of the faces of wrestling, gaming, and all that in between on TikTok. She is the magnanimous Kressler Awesome. Hello, chat. Hi. Thank you for pressing F. I love you all. I hope everyone's doing well. I hope you drink water and you're sitting up straight. The only thing missing from that was a ooh at the end. Ooh-woo. Ooh-woo. <laughs> So, you know, Nars and Cressy, you guys are apparently best friends. This is B-B-B-F-F-F-F-F. This is, this is my bish. This is your bish? This is my bish. You don't fuck with her, you don't fuck with me. That's okay. it. Okay. Yeah. How'd you get Ride or to die. Meet? Ride or die. Ride or die, yes, indeed. How'd you two meet? Because I, I well, haven't met Cressy personally. You want to tell the story, Cresta? I love it how you say it. <laughs> oh, story time. 
All right, so I knew Nars from the NYC scene from MASHFest at the time, and we were like off and on, cool, whatever. One year we go to PAX East together. Met, not together, but like we went and then we met up. Mad random, she's like, yo, my ride said they can't fit me in the car, da 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 da. And I was like, that's ridiculous. You know what? My dad is coming to pick me up. Why don't you just come back with me to New York? She's looking at me like, you're some random girl from the Bronx. (laughs) (laughs) And I'm looking at her like, what else you going to do, sis? So whatever. (laughs) We ended up going to the after party, getting sloshed. And here comes my dad at two in the morning, taking me home. And I'm holding Jen and she's looking at me like, I love you. I will never leave you. (laughs) So I'm like, okay, work. Now, a couple of months go by, me and Jen started being real good, cool queens, good Judies. And then she's like, hey, I don't know if you know, but PAX West is happening and I have an extra spot and I need someone who's going to write about journalism for my site. I mean, uh, articles for my site. I'm like, cool. She's like, you want to go? I was like, work. What I got to do? All you got to do is have your plane ticket and you can go. And I was like, I'm there. <laughs> and ever since then, it was uh, history. I love her. That's like my sister from another mister. So wait, Crush, do you work as like a journalist in gaming and, and uh, wrestling or is it more just like personality, like career content creator side? It's more personality content creator side. I was writing a, for a while for Game Skinny, but then I stopped that and I find that my passion is more on screen. So I like to look at things, especially when it comes to wrestling because of the story, because of all mm-hmm. the characters. And I love to give it to people in a digestible way. Cause I already do that with video games, especially explaining lore like World of Warcraft. You know. Hitting on the wrestling thing, I definitely can see, you know, you having a wrestling background, the way you talk, the way you act, it's eccentric, it's, it's, it's very apparent, and I feel like wrestling fans know wrestling fans when they see them, and I think that more gamers who are, like, in front of the camera, like esports people or consecrators, they should go and watch wrestling so they can build personality, right? Do you have any insight, like, any tips you give to people to, like, work on their personality, to build their mic skills? I feel there are two pop culture things right now that you could watch, wrestling and Drag Race. They have (laughs) such, I'm so serious. I am so serious. And I mean this with the utmost respect. Professional wrestling is just straight man drag. It's all it man, is. So instead of lip syncing for drag. your life, instead of lip syncing for your life, I'm gonna body slam you through a table. <laughs> like it's the same thing. You've got larger than life personalities. You've got people who sometimes spend hours putting on makeup to give you a show, breaking their bodies at the cost of your applause. You know what I mean? So I think if you can develop an on camera, just a confidence to bring yourself up to. Because regularly I look homeless. Jen will be the first one to tell you I am the most comfortable, the most me when I'm homeless. But when I get dolled up, I'm like, I want to be on. I want to make sure you're watching, want to watch me again. What does she, who is she though, you know? I want to give people a show. So like, find something about you and make it times 10. K.O. Ken times 10. (laughs) So matter of fact, let me ask you then, what has been the most over the top thing you've done on camera? Y'all were talking about it earlier. Now that I think about it, 24-hour stream. You oh. get the fuck out of here. <laughs> I did it twice. How did you feel? I, I am normally an insomniac, but by hour 18, I was like this. Oh. <laughs> I hated everything. The first time I did it, I was doing Earthbound. And then by the 18th hour, I started getting weird in that game. And my brain was like, you know what? I can't deal with this right now. 
Uh, I mean, I powered through it. The second one, I made it to 22 hours. I was like, you know what? I make the rules. This is my stream. I'm tired. <laughs> <laughs> so wait, were you streaming for charity or was it just, you know, for the help, for the fuck of it? For the charity of Crest the Star. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. She's fucking shooting promos it. on everything she does. This is great. I for mean, the charity of Crest the Star. In addition to being a gamer, though, you are a big wrestling fan. Your TikTok, which has accumulated over 70,000 followers, is pretty much about wrestling. Can you talk to us about kind of the hybrid between gaming and wrestling and what you've seen in the scene? I feel like there's a huge intersectionality between wrestling and wrestling fans and gaming fans because a lot of people watch both. And I feel now in the day and age of things being so pop culture, you're going to want to talk about one or the other. And us millennials grew up around in the attitude era. Somebody was telling yeah, you to suck yeah. it or you was doing yeah. the stone cold son of the somebody, tombstone, whatever. You you know that from pop culture. Have you seen a wrestling show or two and your mom promptly told you to turn it off because that was way too violent? If you really watched, you know, like all the, you know, pop culture reference within wrestling, like the Montreal Screwjob or um, Shawn Michaels losing his smile. It's funny now when you see things like Dark Side of the Ring that talk about the horrors and the awful things that happen in wrestling, but it also brings to light some of the great matches that came about during that time of chaos. And it's like nostalgia and every who doesn't love nostalgia? Mm -hmm. So wait, what made you decide to start creating this type of content on TikTok? Because I think people look at TikTok and they think of, you know, people dancing. Like that's like, that's like the big <laughs> thing people are known for, people dancing. And I think that I don't, I don't often find different types of content, at least on my For You page, it's usually just the same thing. And like yours is entirely unique. So like what, what brought you to that, uh, that answer? So uh, it's kind of a wholesome story. Aww. Me and my little brother weren't really getting along a lot. <laughs> And it's true, we're, in, we're a year apart. I'm not ashamed, I'm 33, he's 31, going on 32. And we came together because of wrestling. We would be in his room just shooting the shit and he was playing 2K20 <laughs> and his character just got stuck in the ground and he was doing some <laughs> weird glitched it and I had just was recording it and dying laughing. I put it on my Facebook and people were like, you should just put this on your Instagram or your whatever. I'm like, no one's gonna watch this. It's like, yo, just do it. Nars against was like, just do it. What's the worst that could happen? So I just did it. <laughs> I was also very hesitant to get on TikTok because like you said, it, to me, it was like a little bunch of little kids or people dancing. And again, Nars was like, what's the worst that could happen? Just do it. And a lot of people were like, I don't watch wrestling anymore, but you make wrestling funny. <laughs> and as I got more into it, like the real arc was Ronda Rousey's makeup because oof. They did that poor girl bad. <laughs> her makeup looked like Pimp My Ride did her makeup. <laughs> and it was, like, why y'all do her like that? And it just became a meme. And I just kept watching because it was like, if y'all do that to Ronda Rousey and... And my little brother explained to me, well, this is wrestling and this is how this goes. He explained to me what kayfabe was. And then I just really started getting into it. And me and him bonded over that. So I have wrestling to thank a lot for my little brother and our relationships. So I just I just went with it. So wait, um, so your brother got you into wrestling recently? You, you weren't always a wrestling fan from the beginning? I was a wrestling fan back in the Attitude Era. But okay, so as I'm life sure. goes on... I'm sorry, what? No, sorry. I, I just needed clarity because I, I thought that I missed something there. But yeah, you you're saying... No, no. As life went on, I had to get a job. Oh. <laughs> I couldn't stay home and watch wrestling yeah, on three hours and of Thursday. fucking content. <laughs> mm -mm, I was working as a waitress. I can make $400 or I could watch Raw. I was making $400, girl. <laughs> <laughs>
So wait, what has kept you invested in wrestling all this time? Because I stopped watching uh, the last match when when Undertaker lost to Brock. I was just like, all right, this is this is it's going downhill now. And that's when I was done. And uh, I haven't had a reason to really watch. Like I went to the last year's WrestleMania. I was there because it was in Jersey, and I'm like, you know, I've never been to WrestleMania in my life. I gotta fucking go. Um, and I went. I got my chair, my commemorative chair. So I'm happy I got that. Um, but it, it doesn't it doesn't seem to grab me anymore. So what keeps you invested? Um, back in the Attitude Era, my favorite female wrestler was China. There was no other girl like that. Yeah, nobody. She China was fighting was the, the only... dudes. It was it was yes! real. Yo, she held the Intercontinental Championship. Like, what's up? What's up? And people were like dead scared to take it from her. She was like, whatever. I never seen a girl like that in modern times. Like, at hot take. Prepare to flame me in chat. I think Trish Stratus is overrated, and oh. I respect what she did for the business. But you had killers in your in your league like Lita and Ivory and Jacqueline, who might be the same person, but I can't remember right. Or, or Jazz is who I'm thinking of. You had these people who were really good, and you kept pushing people like Sable. And it's like, okay, get it where you fit in, sis. I'm not a hater, but you had people who were really doing it who couldn't get ten minutes. Then I saw Nia Jax. Whew. Yeah. She changed my life. <laughs> she was really picking girls up and yeeting them. Like, she <laughs> Alexa Bliss, like, Isleta, in the words of Jen, like, get out of here. Like, it was so funny to me. And there were actual storylines. And then Ember Moon, I love her to death. How do you do a frog splash stunner and people don't use you? What? What? I love women's wrestling now. And it's so empowering to see people like Zelina Vega, who were practically best friends. <laughs> Speaking of Selena Vega, she, uh, you guys are really like I'm, I'm, I'm a little jealous because you guys are like on DM, t like DM terms. You're in each other's DMs now, so I'm just gonna say right I, now, me and Selena, I me, believe me and we're Vega best are the friends. Okay, I think me and Vega Listen, are the same person. Then you're my friend too, mm -hmm. and I believe you are her, and you don't tell everyone that you're a wrestler. Oh. <laughs> but I let me not exaggerate. I wait till she hits me up, and I'm just like this. Yes, please, more attention, please. <laughs> Uh, what are some other wrestlers you're into right now? Because I know we spoke recently on the side. You're like, oh, what are like my all-time favorites? And I, I gave you like a couple answers. I gave you Asuka's my favorite women's wrestler. And then my favorite uh, active wrestler was, uh, oh, God. How did my brain just shut up Jericho? <laughs> my brain literally turned off. And like that whole part of the conversation just disappeared. I was like, so what, who are people you like right now? Um, I'm really into Kenny Omega, Ooh. Will Ospreay. Ember Moon. I do like MJF. I feel like MJF with the more seasoning and maybe if he got a grittier edge, like after he takes a real bad beat down, I would love to see that. I would love to see him just go straight brutal and have that character arc. Um, it's hard to say because of COVID, so many wrestlers are not either active yeah. or being used or they don't want to wrestle because of COVID. But so matter of fact, what what that gives, like what you said right there, like people need a little bit more season, a little bit more, like get a little beat up on there, get some more work done. Wrestling, I think they just made, they made a lot of money this past quarter, right? And it was like one of their biggest quarters, the WWE. And then they're, but their ratings are down. And a lot of people think that, you know, Vince McMahon has lost his touch with like what is hap, like what's popping today. Like even, even though he did the Attitude Era, he's not in today's era. So what do you think is wrong with today's wrestling in the WWE sense? Because I know there's great shit happening on the indie scene, great shit happening in Japan. AEW is popping the fuck off because they got Jericho. Um, but go ahead. 
Um, I think the problem with eight, not AEW, WWE, is that Vince McMahon relies so heavily on old stars. Like, you want to keep bringing back Brock Lesnar or Goldberg. Like, matter of fact, the most screwiest thing in um, recent time is The Fiend being so popular and then losing at Hell in a Cell. Can we you talk about that? You a corner. Like, we can. I have feelings. I feel like you have feelings. Let's let it out. Let's have an emotional Yo, session right now. <laughs> so, for those who don't know, The Fiend is just Bray Wyatt with a new gimmick, right? And when Bray Wyatt came in and he had the, the Wyatt family, he was the top villain. He was prepped. He was peppered. He was cooking everybody. The dude hit every night. But he never won at a fucking pay-per-view. It was always L after L after L. And after a certain amount of time, I'm just like, great. This heel is just being literally what he is to be put under the face's heel. If a face you don't know was a good guy, heel's the bad guy in the WWE terms. Uh, and they remake him as The Fiend. And they repeat the same process again, which I just don't get. Can you explain it to me, Cressa, why this happens? See, in the words of Simon Miller, stuff just happens. Oh my God. <laughs> you book yourself into a corner. You had the fiend, the highest thing, and you didn't want, either you didn't want Seth Rollins to do the job or Seth Rollins didn't want to do the job. The whole point of professional wrestling is to make someone else look good. Yes. At that point, you need to put over the fiend. He had did so well, and you killed his push. It's a no DQ hell in a cell, and you stopped it because it was too violent. This man was no selling chair shots like, you psych, you mad, no, out, boo. Like, it was crazy. And you had all this momentum going into it just to kill the character. For what? Like... And then you get mad when fans don't want to come back. Like, that's the frustrating part. We get halfway through and we think you're going to do the job. And then you're like, eh, no. And then you have the nerve to want to continue it after that. I'm disinterested. It's I like, don't oh, care anymore. It didn't happen at WrestleMania, but it's going to happen at SummerSlam. No, it's not. And then we got hit with the bait and switch. Uh. It's like, it's, it's so, it's... It's like after Undertaker, like when Undertaker took his first out, right? I was like, okay, when you had Bray Wyatt fight Undertaker at, at, at the uh, the following WrestleMania, right? So Undertaker could, like, rub that L off or whatever the hell it was. You could have positioned Bray Wyatt as, like, the new Taker. Like, he's going to be, like, he's undefeated at WrestleMania. He can't be beat. Because, like, WrestleMania kind of lacks that spectacle now where it's like, is it going to happen? The streak. And it'll probably never happen again just because we're in different times now. Um, but I don't get, and maybe you can explain to me why, like, or why do you feel Vince McMahon makes the creative decisions that he does? I mean, at the end of the day, it's all about protecting the IP and the image because fans are finicky. And to an extent, I agree with Vince that fans don't know what they want. You don't want to be patient for long term booking. You don't want these things to happen long term. You don't want to wait for the big payoff, but you also want their merch to sell. If somebody looks like a loser, I got to keep you as a loser. So maybe there's some loser appeal. But when it comes to breaking new stars, you've made everyone a loser. So it's hard to care. So the problem is, like Andrade is a good example. He didn't even get drafted. And he was one of the highest stars. So, like, make it make sense. What was the last oh, you were going to say? Yeah, I definitely want to talk about creator content, considering okay. that you were on Venn yesterday talking about the whole scandal between uh, 
wrestlers who are creating their own content on YouTube and Twitch. Specifically, like Xavier Woods had a twitch.tv slash Austin Creed because he had to change it. But now Vince McMahon is coming and encroaching on some of these wrestlers who are trying to get into gaming and sabotaging their growth into other platforms. Can you talk to that and, and what would be the best steps or course of actions Vince should do to like help with that growth but still be able to keep his IP? I mean, that becomes a tricky territory when it comes to the IP because he wants to make sure that those merch sales, that you're not doing anything messed up. However, he it's greedy. These people are independent contractors. If you want to have that much control of their money flow as independent contractors, you need to hire them as employees and give them health insurance, cover their hotel and travel. There's so many things with pro wrestling that I hate because I care about the people who wrestle because you put your body on the line for me to be entertained. Like that's, that's metal as fuck, <laughs> you know? So it's like, you can't overreach. And yes, you did create these identities and yes, you will go out there and take a bump. But if they are independent contractors, they should be able to take third party work. Even if they change their name and then just say like, okay, now we're gonna rework your contracts where you have to stream under this channel. That's greedy, that is greedy. That's just plain greed. And I think that's part of the reason why people say Vince is out of touch. Like you can't do that to people, like not at all, sir. Yeah, it's it's a lot different now because, for example, you know, Xavier Woods had up, up, down, down for a while now. It's been that's not just uh -huh. like a new invention. He's been doing it for years, and it's it's super successful. It's a really great YouTube channel. This is great gaming content, and it wasn't an issue, and like no one ever brought it up. And then recently, I think because Cameo came out, there became like a whole thing because now wrestlers could have like fan meetups on this app, which was a big part of like I guess WWE's revenue for certain events, like to have those meetups and like those those uh, meet and greets. And you're like, no, no, you can't do that. But also because there were certain stars, like, for example, Paige. Uh -huh. Paige, who is fucking, if you didn't know. No, it was AJ Styles. AJ Styles, too? talking too much on camera, telling everyone the stories. Like, yo, zip it up, <laughs> AJ. You're going to fuck it up for all. Honestly, it's, it's, it's funny because I remember, like, Vince McMahon, not, not maybe saying this specifically, but saying that not only do they own the wrestler's name but they own the person's name that's crazy so like not only does he's he own it. xavier woods he owns austin creed that's he's crazy. dragging it that's crazy. i remember i remember making a a reaction youtube video to this because i was just, i read that and i was just like huh what contract did a sign say that you own me what the fuck is this shit imagine someone like copyrighted your name gabe olivero and everywhere you went like you couldn't use your own name to like promote your own content, which is like ridiculous. It's 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 like I would understand if my content was questionable. Like it should be definitely like you know on a case by case basis. Like all right, AJ, you need to chill the fuck out. But like Xavier Woods, he doesn't. He just plays video games and has like other stars on his channel who play video games with him. That's great fucking PR for the company. It's free PR for the company. What is the fucking issue? Would you work for WWE, Nars, if that was the thing? I mean, considering what they do to people like Xavier Woods, where they literally are sabotaging his possibility for growth on other platforms, no, because it's like, yeah, like I can be, I can be, I can be Xavier Woods on WWE, but let me be Austin Creed, which is my actual name, on my own Twitch account. But if I can't even do that, like. 
so like I'm trapped and I hate that that that's literally like like that's creative like suffocation you're suffocating a creator from literally doing what they love to do and considering with COVID like I in my opinion I think Vince McMahon should support some of the wrestlers to expand and grow in other platforms and then yeah take money out of that so like if you know Xavier Woods is using Xavier Woods on twitch.tv make it tie in with WWE somehow I don't know Cressa what are your thoughts I know you had some 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 input on how that it could be changed Listen, I'm fake because WWE pay a lot of money. So I don't want to say I can't take back. (laughs) Wait, wait, hold on. You on the payroll? Listen, you telling me, you telling me, Gabe, I want you to say on Twitch.tv right now, for $100,000, you're not going to get put through a table? $100,000. I've done that for free. What are you talking about? What you talking about? Listen. (laughs) It's not even a question. I think that it's messed up what Vince McMahon is doing. And I'm not afraid to say I'd be the change on the inside. But some people get paid like 300000 to sit at home. Me. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I'm fake. I'm fake. I'll fight the cause on the inside. Oh, wow. Okay. So you so, so you with the authority. You're not against the authority. I'm not with the authority. Uh, but you're going to work with the authority. The <laughs> I'm willing to work and be the change from the inside because it was me, Austin. It was it me. It was me all along. Yo, what a plan. <laughs> Wait, Cressa, do you actually work for WWE? Now I'm saying this. I mean. You worked with WWE. The green screen covers up my mansion, actually. I'm actually in Stamford, Connecticut. I'm rich. <laughs> These wigs are not cheap. This, I don't wear wigs. Hair. This is my Horses, hair. Yeah, yes, yes, 100%. Like, she had lavender hair a second ago. <laughs> She's got, it's a, it's not a new type imaginary. Of it's not imaginary. So wait, what would, be, what would be your gimmick if you were a wrestler? Uh, if you had to leave the chair and get in the squared circle, what are you doing? I'm trying to submit people, so I have a lot of aggression. However, uh, however, however, I am not ashamed to get put through the table for the right price, for the right price. So, I don't want to do flipty doos. I'm afraid of heights. I'm gonna hit you with an Italian, and you're gonna tap. <laughs> so then, being that you know, like we talked earlier about, for example, Jericho, who's like a really big, like creative and innovator in wrestling, like you know. One of the best, if not, literally his name is the best in the world. Um, the, how do you stay motivated to produce different types of content? Like, how do you keep being energized to talk about the same thing? Because I personally, uh, you know, the idea of like creators is like, oh, well, find your niche and like stick to that niche and like X, Y, and Z. I can't do that for more than like four videos or like four things. Like I did a video on Batman about how he's ass. I did a video on how they blue balled Vegeta for 21 years. And after that, I'm like, all right, I'm done with these anime videos. I got to talk about something else. <laughs> I mean, honestly, I'm gonna give you a little quick wrestling one-on-one. Here we go. Ooh. For those of you who don't know, the term kayfabe means reality within the wrestling world. I call myself a kayfabe fan. I am a fan of the characters within a show. I enjoy the crap out of that show. I like to critique a show that I love. And that's the best way I keep myself grounded and motivated. Because on the one hand, I can say, yo, I think, um, I think Lacey, no, that's a bad example. Um, I think Trish Stratus, I don't think is a good wrestler. 
do I think Trish Stratus is a bad person? Absolutely not. Those are two different people. You know what I mean? Like, do I think Charlotte Flair is annoying? Yes, sometimes. Do I think Ashley Flair is annoying? I don't know the girl. She's a great personal, I mean, a great professional wrestler. I'm not going to talk shit to her. She could beat me up. Are you Are you kidding? It's like, you can ground yourself. It's a reality TV show that I always know is going to end in a fight. I just want to see how this turns out. <laughs> that's that's the best way I put it. And when people are being weird online to wrestlers, it's like, hey, remember, if you say that wrestling is fake, remind yourself that it's fake. Don't be weird. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. But wait, how does that keep you creating new content? Because I want to know what happens and I want to tell mm-hmm. you how it happens because I know you're not going to watch it. <laughs> <laughs> she's she's the wrestler's digest. I exactly. Mean, it's really so like if you've never watched Cress's TikTok, it's she it's really engaging. It's really it's very matter of factly talking cuz like sometimes when I'm ro- watching wrestling I feel like I don't know what's going on. Yeah. But then when I I go to I go to Cress's TikTok to figure out what's going on and she does add a lot of a spin for it. And I definitely want to talk to you about this because you've been attacked or slapped with some copyright issues from WWE before. <laughs> talk to us about the challenges about being a TikToker. Um Talking about wrestling, and then how have your how has your content evolved from all the challenges you faced? Well, I tell you what, the main thing I learned from this whole situation is a lot about fair use laws. <laughs> <laughs> um, I feel like my content has had to evolve because before I was just kind of giving you the straight up match and less of my face, and then I kept getting hit with copyright that this is more of WWE's IP, I learned more about intellectual property. And then my Facebook got zucked and just totally got taken down. So RIP, Crest of Star, Facebook page, F and chat for that. So it's like, I'm trying to find different ways that lean on the side of commentary where you can understand it's digestible and still trying to give you a glimpse of the match so you know what's going on. If you want to talk about it further, therefore, if you want to talk about it further, comment underneath and we can engage. It's how I drive people to engage with me. So you're going to see a clip. You might see me yelling. And I talk, I feel like, in memes. And who doesn't love a meme? Mm -hmm. Are you a full-time content creator or do you do other work outside of this? I was an adventurer like you once. <laughs> oh, my God. I was an adventurer like you once. Then I took an arrow in the knee. Um, I I was working a regular muggle job for a long time. <laughs> Why you got to call it that? Because I'm a wizard, Harry. <laughs> Yo, make up your mind. Are you a wizard? Are you a wrestler? Like, what's going on? Yes. Yes. <laughs> I'm all those things. I'm an experience. <laughs> I mean, I haven't, I haven't had a regular job since then. If that makes you happy, eh? Wait, what was I've been that? trying to do a was, regular job. Yeah, when was happy, the last? Eh? When was yes? When did you have the happy, eh? Last? When was the last time you worked a regular job? Um, a year ago. At this point, like the almost the end of 2019. Okay, so you've been working full time as as a content creator now. Yeah, I mean, I try to put out as much content, either streaming or my TikTok, Instagram, no longer Facebook or Twitter, just to try to stay engaged with the wrestling mm-hmm. community and people who may not necessarily watch wrestling. So how do the, um, what's the specific where I'm looking here? What have been some hurdles you've come across trying to do full-time content creation? Poor. Oh. <laughs> 
<laughs> I mean, I, I know that shouldn't be the crux, but like, let's let's be real here. Like, I have rent to pay. I have food to put in my belly. So it's like. I could stay at home and create the full time and I don't want people to come to my stream and feel like I gotta give this girl money because I got two feet, I got two hands, I can go out and get a job. I tried my hardest, but then unfortunately my content takes a hit because it's like, do I wanna be at work or watching Raw for three hours? Like, what am yeah. I gonna do? So Exactly. So then what do you do then when those times do come when it's like, oh maybe this month I'm not gonna like hit those numbers I need to with my content. What is like? What is the the versatility you bring, or like the flexibility, to like help you meet those ends? Well, just recently, I was working for the census. Everyone get Whoa. counted. It's very important, and I'm also really good at saving money, because I don't like to spend money unless it's on food, and then I have a problem. <laughs> but also, it's like you can you can stay at home. There are a bunch of little things you can do, and I'm not the money mogul media. Don't look at me for that, but. I try to stream as much as I can, and the money I have, I don't spend it on nothing. And plus, the COVID cash bucks, was, it wasn't bad. It wasn't bad. <laughs> Gabe's dying over here. I'm sorry. I feel like I feel like Gabe is laughing at me. <laughs> no, I'm, I'm laughing with you because I, 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 I know I know I know some personal people who. Uh, We've had a very similar response. COVID cash wasn't uh, wasn't COVID too bad. Really this was well. a great time to be to become a content creator. So I have yeah. a, I have a question from chat for both you and for you, Gabe and Cresta. What is your signature move if you were to have a signature move? We'll go, go with. We'll give you some time, Cresta. So we'll go with Gabe. What? <laughs> All right, fine. <laughs> uh, damn. 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 All right. You know what? I think if I was a wrestler, right? I'm a short guy. I'm 5'8". So I'm not, I'm not going to be out here slamming people realistically. So I got to be dirty <laughs> as fuck. I'm talking knees to your knees. I'm Damn. talking crotch shots, Damn. eye pokes. I'm getting dirty. So I, I think straight up, my move is like, was going to fuck somebody up. I'm hitting them in the ear. Like the really hard. Ear? Yo, you will the get ear. Bro, like a nice little knuckle shot. Like so like you stand right here, right? I take both my hands. Gah! And then like wait, 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 do it again to camera. Hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. Do it again to camera. Gah! You do that, bro, your orientation is fucked up, your equilibrium, you're gonna catch fucking vertigo. And then that's when I pin your ass when you're like what the fuck is happening? And then it's like, I, I, have, I have to be realistic with my character. Okay, as much as I would love to be high flying, limousine riding, you know, big body karate, it's not gonna happen. I'm 5'8", I'm not even 200 pounds. Like, I, I was telling people today, oh, sorry, while she's getting, she's gathering herself. I'm supposed to play basketball with a couple friends and they're all like six feet tall. I said, y'all better be ready for what? I said, cause y'all not gonna be able to jump. They're like, what? Your knees are gonna hurt. What is wrong with you? I'm like, I'm fouling. There's no ref. We're There's doing no ref. <laughs> There's no ref. I am fouling. This is anywhere falls count. I don't care. Like, you wanna play with the old man, you're gonna catch the old hands. Like, that's how we do it. This is Brooklyn shit. I, I respect that so much. You gotta play to your gimmick. Sometimes you gotta be the dirtiest player in the game. Yo, you Bro. gotta, yo, I lie, I cheat, I steal, I say. Like, I, yo, I went to the school of Eddie Guerrero, baby. All I love is heels. Eddie Guerrero looking at you like. I keep, I keep it alive, man. I keep it alive. So, are you ready, Cressa? Do you oh got, do you I got... am. What's I already your, knew my answer before this started. Oh, damn. So, 
if we talk about WWE glitz and glamour, I think the prettiest submission is the code of silence Carmella has. How Ooh. effective it is, I don't know, but it looks really pretty. But my finisher without that, if I had the upper body strength, I would love to power slam or pop up power bomb the shit out of Ooh. somebody. <laughs> like, who are you talking to? Ah, ah, bang, bang. bang. <laughs> That's such an established dominance move. Like, yeah. who are you talking to? I will pick you up and I will put you down. I'm gonna look at you like, what you doing? Looking stupid. <laughs> you gotta call it. You have to definitely also call that. You have when you do it. You have to scream, bang, when you do it, so everybody knows it's the fucking bang. It's like, oh my god, he's crossing star with the bang. Oh my god! Matter of fact, Nars, what's your move? I, I don't know. I think like <laughs> I like I told you, I'm like so I I don't know much about the wrestling mm. world. I literally get fed through Cresta. I don't know what what would what, what I'll let you guys think of a move for me. Oh, uh, I'm going dirty with you too because it's like you know you not the biggest person, so I think I'm five four. So five I'm, four. I think she's gonna take her makeup and put it in your fucking eyes. Take my makeup. <laughs> like, is she gonna have the fucking the little the, Yo, the little put compact? Put some respect on Nas' name. Nah, nah. Put some respect on her. Alright, so give her it a up. Yeah. She'll mix it up. She'll mix it up. I'm Don't saying like it. she had like you could picture having little the little makeup compact like in in her fucking bikini thing, right? Pulls the shit out and just nah. goes. Ah. You know what? I'll give you that, but only if she's putting someone in the bank statement. Had them like your makeup is terrible. Oh, she lying. Yo, she lines their shit up. She'd be like, we gotta fix this. Or she has makeup on her fingers, like she, like she, she's loading her hands with it, the, and then she fucking cat scratches, and it's like ah. Hits them with the mental claw at the last minute. Your teeth oh are gross. God. Oh my god. I would have thought I would have thought you said that I would throw a makeup palette at them. No, 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 because like they're just looking at you and be like, "What are you doing?" But like that, like you, like we're trying to win a fight here, and by any means necessary. By any means necessary. Okay. I lie, I cheat, I steal. If you ain't cheating, you ain't trying. Um, what's the last one? There's a third one. Hold on. Let me get my thoughts together. Power. Bring okay. it. Okay. Win if you can. Lose if you must. But what? always cheat. The yeah. Always cheat. You ain't cheating. You ain't trying. That's a good Yo, thank you. Thank you. Someone finally gets it. Someone finally gets the if you're not cheating, you're not trying. What would you rather be, Nars? A quitter or a cheater? <laughs> Is that rhetorical? That's, That's a real question. That's a real question. There's two different things. You want to be a quitter or a cheater? I will be a cheater. Thank Same. you. It'd be, be like that sometimes. Yeah. Cheaters always fucking prosper. Yeah. Except not the, the you know, it's, there's a lot of layers to cheating here, but we're, we're not yeah. that kind of we're show. Not that, we're, we're not, we're not, not that kind of show. That's not the episode today. <laughs> that's 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 not the uh, the, the the couples uh couples therapy. Um, I had a question that popped up. One oh, sec, Ooh, I gotta get it. I'm downloading. Give it a minute. Mm, give me a minute. Bam. Bam. Brain.exe has crashed. <laughs> <laughs> this is called suspense. Oh my god. What okay. what would you? Hmm. For yourself as a content creator, what is your long-term vision, if you have one? Uh, eventually, I would love to have my own talk show. 
Oh. Um, I would love to have my own network of badass content creators from all walks of life, kind of like what Oprah, because I used to tell people I wanted to be the Oprah of video games, but I would just love to have my own content. I mean, my own talk show, because like what you guys do, I think is very interesting. The people you bring on are interesting. Can you imagine if we just highlighted the diverse people of just New York? How many of you guys don't look like gamers, but are oh, gamers 100%. or don't look like these fans, but are these fans? And it's so captivating to see people who look like me talk about the things that I'm passionate about. A lot of the things that I was made fun of or you talk like this or that's not black enough. It's like, bitch, I found my group of people. I found my tribe and they are, they think I'm black enough. They think I'm cool enough. I'm enough. And I would love to highlight that from all walks of life, from all forms of content. Yeah, I feel like that's a very beautiful uh, advantage we have here in New York that not a lot of not a lot of places have is just like people look entirely different on every corner and there's so many different interests and I think there's a very stereotypical image of like people like who are into gaming or into like anime and stuff like that and you know they they're painting in a specific light when it's like you know all three of us could just be three different fucking people like she could be fucking doing some fashion like Nars could be doing some fashion designing stuff for all we know right uh -huh. she is she's doing something. <laughs> Like she, like she don't gotta be a gamer. She could just be someone who's in a fashion, you know. Like you're clearly dressed as a gamer. You got your your PlayStation shirt on. You repping hard. Um, actually, I'm an NFL fan, but you tried it. I'm just <laughs> like I look like a fucking janitor. Like this, like like what screams, what screams gamer here? Like I look, I'm about to go wipe the floors real quick, custodian style. Oh my god. Yo, it's like it runs in the family. Got to keep the dream alive. Um, matter of fact, you look like you look like you own a pizza shop. That's what's up though. I'm bringing. Smiles for miles. Love it. Okay, dollar slices, bring them back. I'm, yo, thank you, thank you. Like, but can we bring back quality dollar slices? Like, oh, can yes. I get it? I think my issue here is that I'm vegan, so there's no dollar vegan slice. I need there to be a dollar vegan slice because mm -hmm. I know how much goes into this fucking pizza shit, and it's not expensive. But anyway, that's a conversation for another fucking rant. Um, we started off meeting each other for the first time, and you brought up because Nars, we and Nars talking about it. You have some opinions on Naruto. And I just want you to really show the world how misinformed you are. Go ahead. Let me be clear, first and foremost, I didn't watch all of Naruto because I have a life. Secondly, no matter what you feel about it, anime subjective, I just feel Naruto subjectively bad. <laughs> I'm about to make you all mad and get ready to eject me. But all of this could have been avoided if you didn't let a child soldier go and shoot up another village. Instead of being a Hokage and being diplomatic about it, all you did was like, yo, we gonna let Itachi do it. And the Sasuke the whole time was like, I don't like my brother, he's a dick. How could he do this? Like, get out of here, bro. Imagine being an adult in this situation. I know something, something, Hari Ramasel's eyes in the arm. Madara did it. <laughs> Wait, <laughs> what? What the fuck? <laughs> something, something, Hachi Ramasel's Ma <laughs> Mother did it. You that can was... hate me now. <laughs> this is the hill I die on. I don't care. <laughs> you know what? You know what? Okay, so then fine. Then you know, since since there's not gonna be any roommate here, right? Because you're so fucking lost. I can't save you, and it's fine. It's fine. I'm gonna accept this. I'm gonna ask you a serious question because recently I had a conversation with a friend, and you at least have some knowledge of what's going on. Okay. Do you think, in a fight, that Sasuke Uchiha, Sasuke, is gonna be? Madara Uchiha solo dolo. Let me tell you something. The moment you say Uchiha, I don't take it seriously. <laughs> <laughs> the 
internet has desensitized me to that name. You got all the cringe guys. I'm a shotting gun. XXX Sasuke 639. Yes. XX. Everybody with the Akatsuki. So <laughs> the internet fucked me up. I can't take any. You're, I'm an Uchiha. Like, you probably smell like cheese. Oh, my makeup is running. Yo, what, what what is it? What is it about the Huchihas you think people just grab to so much? Because like I, I totally get what you're saying. I mean, I guess it's the same thing with um, Cloud and Edgelord soft boys. They're not enough to be fuck boys, but they're soft enough to be maybe boys. Kind of like Splendor Daddies. You don't got all the money, but you got some, so you're soft. <laughs> I don't know. That emo arc never appealed to me, so I couldn't tell you. I probably just offended a million people, and they're like, we're going to find you, and you're getting an eye jammy, ma'am. <laughs> you're getting an eye jammy, ma'am. Oh. Okay. Since, since, since we're on the subject of anime, do you yeah, you were gonna say something? No, I'm just I'm hyperventilating. Over You're here. hyperventilating. I'm, like I'm sorry, I didn't mean to kill you. I apologize. Oh my god, keep going. You invited me here. You knew what it was. You <laughs> knew what you guys signed up for. Y'all knew what it was. <laughs> Yo, fucking Nars over here. She's literally like dying, and then we got Zoon over there. She's also dying. I'm afraid she's gonna hit that end stream button by accident from all the laughing. Guys, guys, she's not that funny, okay? Fuck with you. Um, I'm fucking you're with right. You. I'm hilarious. There you go. That's the good comeback. Yo, she's crying. Oh, Yo, she's crying. <laughs> Shut up. Shut the fuck up. Girl, your makeup can't run, bitch. Stop crying. God. What are you doing? Oh, Can we get a professional in here? Oh, Dude, that shit costs like $30. I know it does. I'm trying not to cry. Stop it. Nars, that exe uh, is crashing. Uh, <laughs> Nars' eyes are oh blue screening. Yo can, we, yo, can we get All some right, like foundation to dry her skin and some shit? I like, need, this is happening. Uh, oh, she, oh, she got the bag. She got the bag. a blue screen sound effect right now in chat. Just do take the camera off me for a second. She's got to touch it back up. Yo, she's really touching it back up. Uh, you gotta respect the commitment. You gotta respect the commitment. Oh, yeah, we that's... respect a committed queen. <laughs> I'm actually so like engaged with this right now. Oh, you know that the TikTok shot the fuck up. Shut the fuck up. Shut up. A rare pink boy has oh, entered the chat. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god. That effect. Uh, <laughs> While we're still on the subject, <laughs> what, um, oh, <laughs> uh, give me a second. Just give me a second. I'm bringing it in. I'm bringing it in. I'm finding my center. No, that's not tears. It's just sweat. <coughs> I'm finding my center. Um, what anime have you been enjoying recently? My hero, Academia. Holy crap. Holy crap. That, oh, it's so good. So good. So good. I, did I see you grab your forehead? What? Is, me? is there about to, yeah no no, that no, no, like... no 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 i got like nine <laughs> all my figures in the crib bro you, you you talking to the right audience we in we in the demographic okay we here <laughs> we we in the pocket um what is it about i do love my hero what is it about what? my hero because it well, no what is it about my hair because it could be uh when you look at a show like that it's very typical shonen and it could be very simplistic like the roles are very simplistic but they do it so well that it's just like you know it's it's i i still don't get why my hero is so fucking good <laughs> It's just, it just is good. 
The only thing I can compare my hero to is kind of like Harry Potter. <laughs> and bless Harry Potter. We don't know who wrote that book. That book is a gift from the literate gods, but whatever. Um, it's like young kids coming of age in extraordinary circumstance. You see... <clears throat> COVID! Sorry. <laughs> Shut up. Like, to me, you see someone like Deku who really tries so hard, and it's like, sometimes no matter what you do, you'll always be garbage. But what if you weren't? You know what I mean? Like, what if you weren't? And then all the responsibility that comes with it. Every character is so dynamic that no one just feels like, oh, that's a sidekick or NPC. They all have arcs that you really fall for these these children, pretty much, going through high school, going through the motions, and, like, high school with a league of villains that dead want to kill you. Like, that's weird. <laughs> so it's like, it's super endearing, kind of like how Harry Potter was. It's like, you're you're a sherm, Harry Potter. And next thing you know, you're a wizard, Harry. It's, it's crazy. And I find it really, really nice that something like that helps a lot of awkward kids make it through. Go be awkward. Go do art, kids. Wait, what? <laughs> go, go dance in the play? That, is that what you can Go dance in I the rain. Go fucking put on the goddamn tutu. Um... Matter of fact, I wanted uh, on on that bit there. You know, I've been thinking about this recently. How, you know, we're we're a little bit of an older crowd, right? We, for example, my hero. I think we're all my hero fans. Um, like we watch these types of stories and we get really into them, even though like we're out of that point in time. Like as a teenager, like or as a young kid, like watching Naruto growing up, I'm like, yeah, man, let's Leaf Village. We gonna do it, yeah. But it's like you know now Naruto is an adult and. Now there's Boros on that shit is ass, just like life. Um, <laughs> it's, very, it's, it's very obvious. Uh, so why do you, do you, do, why do you think that we, we attach ourselves to those kinds of stories still, even though like we kind of grow out of them, like we're no longer like that centerpiece? Nostalgia sells. I mm. mean, feeling like those feelings of I was awkward and I had to take it on the chin and then to see a story that might be easier for someone like you, younger than you, you know, like who wasn't bullied or who wasn't yeah. teased or who wasn't like you're weird for liking video games or comic books and you're this, that and the third. Now you have this phenomenon where there are kids younger than there are people younger than you. And you're looking at them like, damn, I know what that was like. But maybe it's a little less hard because you got something that gives you confidence. We nostalgia sells. It makes you feel like carefree days you love to feel like you're young again if you could do it all over again you just get lost in the sauce and you can understand all the double entendres in that biatch so like i don't know i i say what i said nostalgia sells next question <laughs> um i think i think i'm kind of good on my questions i don't know if Nars, you have anything you got any tiktok tips because I, I, <laughs> ah, the real thing yeah level you got millions um, of views on tiktok thousands of followers you make amazing content like for anybody that's out there that wants to like follow you on tiktok how can they follow you and, and how could they like be as successful as you um do real hard, try real good, do good. I'll get good the fuck out of here. Okay, um, I'm not gonna hold you. Just be yourself because everyone else is taken. I know that sounds super cliche, but I don't know what I do differently. I try to be engaging, I try to be polite, respect people's identities, and I just be me times a thousand. It takes a lot of energy, be consistent. You can find me being energe energetically consistent at twitch.tv slash star. TikTok at Cresta Star, Twitter slash Cresta Star, anywhere you see Cresta Star. And, and if it's not someone being R's. loud and obnoxious, you're right. If it's not loud and obnoxious, it's wrong. And S T A double R. -er. 
So matter of fact, I, I thought of a of a great way earlier off the show. I didn't want to tell you what it was, but I wanted to give you la- last time we had um, Mega Ran on, we had him do a freestyle challenge, right? So now uh-huh. I got now I got a challenge for you. It's not a freestyle. It's it's a different challenge. Something you something you should be ready for, if you're really really a wrestling fan. I think I'm ready. I need you to cut a promo right now. On of, what? On why people should come back and watch us next Thursday. <coughs> oh shit, she's getting serious. Oh crap. Oh, oh, what is she reaching for? What are you reaching there you for? Go. Oh, here it is. What is this? There we go. I'm going to be judging Yo, the title. Shut you better be ready. That is a hot as well. <coughs> that is that is cool. I see you sitting at home wondering what you should do with your life. Hmm, it's Thursday. I'm bored. You know what you could do? You can mosey on down to 368. Why? Because they're funny, they're engaging, and most importantly, they care about you. What you don't understand, I know you don't, so let me break it down for you. 368, twitch.tv, don't be silly. It starts at 10 p.m., and if you don't do it, well, we might take a trip and hit you over the head with this. See you there, bitch. Is that good enough? You want me to cut one on Clorox now? I need one on Clorox too <laughs> while we're on the subject. <laughs> I'm not joking. Let's hear it. So you know what the problem I have with Clorox? You say you like to get out stains, but all you do is ruin clothes. My black pants, you ruin that. My red pants, you ruin that. And now you want to take my title. So you can ruin that? You've got no prestige. you got no honor. All you do is make clothes messed up. Yes, you're good for the whites, but what isn't? Where's your diversity? Where's your care for the business? The only thing you care about is the business of yourself. Fraudulent, stinky, and you don't even mix with ammonia well. Come October 23rd, Clorox, you're not even going to get close to this title. The only thing is going to clean is your blood off the floor. Ooh. See you there, bitch. <laughs> you want another one about a baby? Nah. <laughs> I'm good. I'm good. I'm good. That was good. I, lo- I loved it. I love the Clorox one. Anybody who, anybody who came in, like, not in the beginning would be like, who is she talking to? I know, to? right? I'm like, who's this Clorox? We got to fight this guy. This is like, yo, like, this shit, is he talking about, like, some government uh, shit? This is kind of real right now. But you know what? I give you, I give you my wrestling stamp of approval. I give it to you. You can hold the title. Ding, 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 you can ding. hold that title bell. Do we have any Thank bells? You. We have no bell sounds, ding, ding, do we? Ding. No, we don't. God. Anytime you want to get into a feud, Gabe, I won't go into business for <sighs> myself as long as we both get paid. But I'm not. I'm I not like. Robbing. I I like. I like the. An- <laughs> Listen, I like that. We can all eat. Let's all eat. Everybody eats. We can pass the title around between me, you, and Nas. We can get the pins for each other. Nobody else. <laughs> <laughs> well, Cressa, you've been you've been a great fucking guest. This has been a lot of fun. You literally killed Nars to the point that she had to redo it. Me. <laughs> Oh, I hear the kitty cats there. And the cats are calling. The bells are being told. Go. There's the bell. Cressa, do you have any closing words for us or anybody watching, listening? Um, I love you all. <laughs> do good, die great. Um, do no harm, take no shit. But also, more importantly, mind your business. Drink water. <laughs> And I know that sounds like a lot of cliche things to say, but seriously, because while you're looking at someone else's plate, someone's stealing your food. 
<laughs> Nars, on that note, can can, can uh, you do the thing? Yes. Can you do the I'll thing? I'll do the thing. I will do the gay thing. Guys, we're 368. You can find us at twitch.tv slash 368NYC. We're here every Thursday at 10 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. If you want to see this video or previous videos or episodes, you can go and hit us up at our YouTube channel. Everything is 368. Uh, we have our own channel now, Super Late at 368 on Instagram. So if you want to see clips from Super Late specifically, you will find them at twitch.tv. Well, no, Instagram. Instagram.com <laughs> slash Super Late, Super Late at 368. We don't have it on Twitter yet. And guys, be please be sure to vote. Do I have it? Vote, guys. Please vote, be sure bitches. to vote. Vote. If you're watching on Twitch, tell people to vote. vote. Voting does matter. <laughs> Obviously, it just make your word, make your make your words, your dots, and everything known. For sure. Also, Cress, usually we do a raid, but I think you're gonna be streaming right after this, right? I was, but I really have to go to the bathroom. I've been holding it since like the second question. I didn't <laughs> so want to be throw, rude. Throw your, start, throw <laughs> well, then you know what? Throw up your starting soon screen. Yes, we'll we're, we're gonna we're gonna yeah. raid your we'll channel raid your since channel. you are gonna stream after this. Yeah. So throw that up. I love sense. you guys forever. You guys are the greatest of all time. <laughs> now, guys, while she's starting that up, do you guys think we should bring Cresta back maybe for another time? <laughs> Zoom was like yes. She's coming back. She's coming back. She's got it. It, it, it got answered by. She's coming back. I'm the producer. It's done. It's already been made. We just want to make sure that chat's gonna come back. See, the next time it happens, next time it's gotta happen though. She's gotta be in studio. Ooh. And you gotta bring the. I belt. would love to come to the studio, darling. <laughs> we will have you here whenever you would like. Crusty. Maybe we could get Crusty to do some TikTok stuff here. That would be dope. Yeah. Little little TikTok seminar. Yeah. I can't dance, but I could pull up my pants. Pan I knew you were gonna fucking go there the minute you said that. Get the end the stream. And I can't take the cheese. End the fucking stream. That was it. That was it. You could go follow, go watch her on her channel right now. She's about to start after to take a piss. Fucking government cheese ass over here, yo. Can't believe this shit. Have you started your blast. stream yet? I did, I did, I did. I hope I did. I did. All right, go <laughs> I King have to I love you, you guys. All. We'll Thank see you, you next so week. <laughs> Thank you again, Across the Star, for being here and amazing guest. Thank you so much. She literally left. Yeah, she's, she's gone. <laughs>